Okay, Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Wa la aqibatul al-muttaqeen. Wa la udwana illa ala al-zalimeen. Wa salatullahi wa salamuhu ala sharaf al-anbiya'i wa al-mursaleen. Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahla. Wa anta tajul al-hazna idha shi'la sahla. Allahumma a'inna ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husna ibadatik ya Rabbil Kareem. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alright folks, hope everyone is good. What's the latest news? Has May been uh, finished or not, Baji? Baji's half an hour left, yeah? Baji's yeah, still, still fighting. You know what it is? Honest truth, I detested Theresa May for so long, maybe even more than David Cameron. But something bad's happening in my mind. I'm developing a liking for her, to be honest. Yeah, I know, I thought it was impossible. I thought, I do, I do, I do, I do. I, I, my own words, Yanni. I don't think I've ever cussed someone as much as I've cussed Theresa May. But you know what? It's a bit late now, isn't it? It is a bit late. It is a bit late. She's a witch, man. She's a horror. She's, yani every, every single possible curse that you can put upon her is valid. <laughs> but what can, what can I do? Yani this is the actions of the heart. I'm developing a soft spot. What do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? You want me to lie in front of you? No, of course not. I can't stand it. When I was watching her today, Allah Nekassimi, she, she cussed, I don't know who she was called, Inconstant Gardener. She went, you know when she does that bloody witch thing, yeah? When she puts her face down, you think, oh my God, then when she... You saw the Andy Serkis uh, thing of, that, of, of her, right? You know, precious version, the Lord of the Rings version, yeah? Honestly, Lala, I'm telling you now. Huh? Lala, have you made a mistake here? No. Okay. Okay. MashaAllah, tabarakallah. You know, your mother's a sick woman, bro. I always yeah, stood up for your mother in law. I just want to say that. <laughs> I stood up more for your mother in law than my own. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Number one. Number one. You want to slow down there, bro. You just want to slow down there. Number one. Number two, I just want to say, okay, because we've got the big boys back in again, all right? It is officially haram from today onwards to bring any more sweets. No, it has to be. Alana Kassam, it has to be. That's it. I'm on a diet now. <laughs> not today, not today. No, Starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. So, no, everyone in the class has. If I suffer, everyone has to suffer. No way. I don't care what you do. Send it to any other class. If I suffer, everyone suffers. I'm on a diet, you're all on a diet. There's not a chance. I swear if I see any more sweets or chocolates next week, there's going to be blood. <laughs> there will be blood. Let's just clarify No sweets and no chocolates. No sweets, no, no chocolates, no, no, no food. No food, no dates, no sugar, no glucose, no savory, no salon, no juice, nothing. No crisps. No zamzam. Nothing. That is it. That is it. Fatwa has been passed. That is it. Everyone online wants this. I want this. All of your wives want this. All of your husbands want this. Don't have any husbands. Look at that again as well. That any situation. Don't have any wives. Think about it too. Everyone wants this. So we're not going to the vote. No people's yeah, vote. Those people don't no people's vote. That's why I like Theresa May, actually. I think, I think, I think that's why I like Theresa May. She just doesn't care. She literally just doesn't care anymore. Even if you write a letter to the 1947 committee, Graham Brady and Shazad's basically neighbours, Yanni Hale, Hale constituency. That's by the way, that's his guy, by the way, Graham Brady. Okay, 
Yeah, I've always thought he was the most useless MP ever. I have no idea how he received yani, the, the chairmanship of the 1947 committee or whatever, 61, 22, whatever Bakwasa is. Yeah, but the point. That's why he received it because he's got nothing else that he can do, right? But the point is, is that I have had enough, and you know this, this the you know tenacity, and focus. These are excellent qualities, and unfortunately, Theresa May has it in abundance. She has it in abundance, and the one I hated more in my life than anyone else, I actually cannot Car handle. Car blocking. Fazana, don't mind us, Fazana. Don't mind anyone else in this world as well. That's okay. Dealt with, bro. Dealt with. <laughs> there is no sweet jarwana, there's no penalties. I'm just saying, right, that, you know, unpopular opinion, okay? Yeah, it's unpopular opinion, hashtag unpopular opinion day. So hashtag unpopular opinion, more no say, more uh, chocolate, sweets, food. If, if, if uh, Baji Teresa stays in, is she your favorite person? No, she's not my favorite person. Wallah, she's not, Wallah, she's not my favorite. She's not even close to my 100th favorite person. But I just want to say, Baji Teresa, yeah, she's obviously fighting a fight. I like a fighter. Well, I'm not, listen, I hate the Conservatives, I hate Theresa May, but I've got to say, Jeremy Corbyn's a plum. He's a plum. He's really made me super angry over the last couple of months. He could have dealt with this one time, but he hasn't. He hasn't. And the guy's self-preservation, self-whatever, whatnot, he's a plum. He himself, Yanni, also wants Brexit, which is why he's not gone in. That, Yanni, has ruined everything. Given Theresa May, Yanni, the state that she wanted, she's probably going to win this Bakwas 1922nd, 1937, whatever it is, Bakwas, Yanni, vote. Yeah, she's going to win that. And you've got to say the girl is tough. I like someone who fights. So if she stays in the kitchen, she No. <laughs> so no more sweets, no more chocolates. All right. Unpopular opinion. Theresa May is a Times person 2018. That's my person of 2018. Okay. And um, any other unpopular opinions we need to, to, to thingy? Unpopular opinion. Mu'min attend the class. That's unpopular opinion. That's also also good to see. MashaAllah. I met with that, by the way. I gave her all of your salam. Okay? Because I know that you lot don't even care one little bit about with that. But I still do. Okay? And I saw her. She came to Birmingham for all of one second. I don't know what happened after that. Mu'min I don't know what you did. Uh, you gave, you gave um, uh, with that to the class for 10 minutes. And then we didn't see her again. So we don't know what happened. Okay? All right. Any other moans and groans? Unpopular opinion. It's time to start supporting Liverpool again. Yeah? <laughs> That's unpopular. You, you want me to do unpopular opinions, I've just given you three there. No more chocolates, Theresa May is pretty sick, and let's support Liverpool again. No, I'm saying that last, one, la, la, last one's the worst of all three, yeah? Last one, the, la, <laughs> we'll take the other two. You know how it works, right? You chuck in a curveball with completely something completely unacceptable, and the other two then get through. Huh? We used to do that, we're not used to, we do that in Hajj all the time. In Hajj and Umrah, when we're coming out of Saudi immigration, I don't know, this has been recorded. <laughs> in Hajj immigration and Saudi immigration, what we do is that when we want to get drinks in, we go, one guy goes in full on with all the cans and everything. And the rest of them, Yanni, stick a cheeky zamzam in the hand luggage and cans. They get overseen, whereas the one guy who sets all the alarms off, Yanni, he takes all the hit for the team. He takes, it, what do you mean it didn't work for us? Ask Lala over there whether it worked for him or not. You took the hit. Lala took five liters home in his hand. Lala took five liters home in his hand. What else? Five liters. You know the, you know the limitation is how much? What? 
The limitation on water in your hand luggage is 100 mils. We got 50 times that through in our hands. 50 times. Okay, anyway. Right, where are we? Yalla, bring the uh, 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 thing up, uh, Shahzad Salim. So, if we can do even that today, this is celebration. So, everybody should say Ameen. Huh? Everybody should then say Ameen out loud in a loud prayers. And then recite a chapter from the longer. We didn't even trans. We didn't even uh, uh, change the translation. You know why? Because it was someone's job to correct the translation, and that person didn't tell me. Is that your job, Shazad Salim? Right. Whose job was it to remind me about the, the thingy? Was that your job, Jiva? I think it was. Someone's job to tell me to fix the translation, and you didn't. Okay, from the longer Mufassal, I think the, 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 the best choice was someone said, let's get rid of chapters and just put in Mufassal. So it should be, then recite a chapter from the longer Mufassal of the Quran in the dawn prayer, from the shorter Mufassal in the in sunset prayer, or from the moderate length Mufassal in the rest of the prayers. I like that translation. All right. The prayer is invalidated by reciting from other than the Mus'haf of Uthman. So if your mind was not already smashed today, prepare it to get destroyed over the next 55 minutes. MashaAllah, tabarakallah. And they should uh, all listen to all about the Qira'at and the... Shut up, was it? And all of the different ruaya, all the students, their biography about them. So, all sa- so that's it, my lesson is all safe today then? Because that's what my lesson is about today. Yeah, so I was just going to say that, yeah. There we go. Make a note that today's lesson has to be watched with the ancillary lesson, Sheikh Ahsan Hanif, QP, 10th of, 11th of... 11th of December, okay? And then that, therefore you will get, yeah, and basically, because that's what we're talking about today. Although we're talking about something a bit more serious today, actually, than that, uh, because it's the big, yani, the big boys are out. When you say, so it's not saying Uthman, of course, when you mention the word Uthman, you're not talking about Riwayat and Qiraat, which is what Sheikh Ahsan was speaking about last night. We will talk about that today as well, inshallah. Anyway, let's quickly close the chapter on the issue of reciting the Mufassal. We already said that the Mufassal surahs are those that have lots of fusul, okay, uh, those little kind of breaks. And what did we say? Who can tell us the class position? The longer mufassal is from qaf until what did we say? Everyone's asleep. From qaf to naba, good. And then the shorter ones, the middle ones, from naba until adoha, yeah. And then the last yani few are the short, short ones, all right? And the text basically says that in, uh, it starts off by saying that Fajr, you use the, the longer ones. And I just want you to know, um, who's got Mus'haf uh, uh, on them? If you look at uh, uh, the Hadith of Jabir, the Hadith of Jabir basically says what? That the Prophet Sallallahu would recite between 60 to what? 100, good. 100 verses across uh, in Salatul Fajr. Does this, does this mean per rak'ah? What do you think? What do you think? Per rak'ah? No, it's too much to do in a rak'ah. 
That's too much. Actually, the scholars think that it is in between the two rak'ah. Okay? So you're looking at roughly 60 to 100 across the two units. And if you look at some of the popular surahs that the Prophet Sallallahu used to recite in Zatul Fajr, then the most popular, of course, or the most oft-repeated that we know from a hadith point of view is, from a hadith point of view, that we know for certain that we can measure on two, is Jum'ah, correct. We have no hadith which is as clear as the hadith about the Friday Jum'ah prayer, and that is what in the first rak'ah? Surah Sajda, Alif Lam Mim Tanzil. Yeah, okay. This is the first. And uh, the second is Surah Al Insan, right? So let's count the verses. What, what is it? Surah Sajda, 30 verses. Surah Sajda, 30 verses. 30 verses. Surah Insan, 31. Insan, 31? Why is it that my. Oh, they're doing about Jews, that's why. Sugar, look at that. That's a mad one. Oh. You know what? This bayan is getting better. You know that every update is good. Right. Are you sure 31, yeah? Yeah, You can see it, yeah? Yeah. So 31. What's that? 61, yeah? Yeah. So there you go. 61 over 2 units. So that's what you're looking at roughly as a minimum and to 100. But we say roughly, by the way, because... We also have incidents where the Prophet ﷺ recited short. So we know, for example, that the Prophet ﷺ used to sometimes recite Surah Zalzala. Okay, so he has been narrated as reciting Zalzala in Salatul Fajr. And by the way, you know the famous hadith everybody knows about the child crying? Remember the, the child crying hadith? Yeah, and I cut the prayer down because I did not want to cause any difficulty to the mother. The only narration that I know is that this was Fajr prayer which is a lot of yani, points, actually. All right? This just goes to show yani, our different understanding. You see, this hadith for me is very important. Okay? And it's why I get irritated when people debate things without knowledge. Like, for example, the presence of children uh, in the masjid. So, like, this is their favorite hadith. Oh, you burn kids. Have you not heard the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi cut the prayer short because there was a kid? So I'm telling you, bring your kids for Fajr prayer. I'd be delighted to see them at Fajr prayer. Yeah, and people don't follow the sunnah. Like I said, people are looking, and this is something very important. People always, unfortunately, fall into the trap of using Quran and sunnah to support their own opinions and their own desires. That's what it means when you say someone's following their own desires. They look at the sources to find something that supports their argument. This is one of the things that our teachers used to always criticize with respect to research. Okay? One of the major problems, I don't know what class, I think maybe fitna. Uh, one of the mantras or one of the slogans that I want people to come out with from the class is that Ahlul Sunnah are a people who are academically honest. They will take what is against them and what is for them. They will not yani, shirk away from evidences that suggest yani, difficulty. And in this lesson, we're going to be covering some difficult stuff, okay? Some problematic stuff that makes us yani, feel a bit weird, strange, even maybe doubt yani, our positions. Ahlul Sunnah are never afraid of academic honesty. We always want to try and unify the people, and we're never afraid yani, of academic honesty. That is the hallmark of Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah. Okay, they follow the Sunnah, they will take yani, the Jama'ah over everything else, and they are not afraid, not afraid to be yani, proven wrong in an issue or to be made isolated because of an issue. We will stick to the evidence. The evidence is clear, okay? When, uh, and most of the time, it's clear. 
The problem is, is that when a person sets off to use evidences to support their own hypothesis, a hypothesis should not be based independent of evidences and then become your aqidah belief and then the evidences have to be manipulated to support yani, your, your, your position. That is unfortunately the major problem with modern day contemporary behuth, research papers. That a person has like a, um, like, I'll give you an example. You, you would have seen online huge criticism of Hamza Yusuf, Abdullah bin Bayya, all these people, and rightly so, they've disgraced themselves by going to the UAE and, you know, this peace conference nonsense, whatever. This is a good example, actually. Forget about the names and the, the drama behind it. Look at it from an Ahl Sunnah point of view. This is an example of scholars who are trying to create a narrative to fit their position. So they use the Quran and Sunnah and they use the verses and incidents to be molded to a narrative that they want to write. Whereas Ahlul Sunnah say, we will adjust our narrative according to the evidences. And if that hurts us, it hurts us. And if it goes for us and it goes for us, and that's it. Yani, there are certain times that we can emphasize certain aspects over another if there is yani, legal permission to do that. But to, to change the entire narrative, to delete out certain you know, key aspects, uh, fundamental principles, this is not the position of Ahlul Sunnah. This is the position of Ahlul Bid'ah. People yani, who innovate in the deen and they cause fitna and they cause problems. And that's why scholars get such a bad name and why they're so dangerous. That's why scholars are so dangerous. Because when they do that, the masses don't know whether this manipulation is going on or not. So back to the, 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 the point. Yani, uh, uh, one of the most important things that I was teaching this on the weekend and last weekend actually, that when it comes to children in a masjid, right, it's not just the issue of children in a masjid. You can't take one hadith in isolation. You can't even take 10 hadith in isolation. You have to take the structure of the city, the physicality of the masjid, the ground surface outside, the traffic and civil yani, structure, civic structure of society. So how can you argue, for example, the presence of a child, a six-year-old even, a five-year-old, a two-year-old, yani, running around in a masjid 1,400 years ago versus today where you are terrified, yani, forget about kids, you're terrified about the door just allowing any person in, let alone someone you need to take your kids or for the kids to walk out and go out and then be lost in woods or lost or go and hit a car or go into a road or whatever. There was no roads, there's no cars, there's no forests. Yeah, and the connection of the masjid is yeah, using the same foundation wall with the house. So when you see kids coming in, they're coming through the house, yeah, through the, the curtain, sometimes just a curtain dividing a house wall and the masjid, or yeah, four houses down, all on the same level, all sand, no one falling over, no issues, everybody knows one another. Yeah, it's a complete different reality, like complete different reality. People want to try and transpose that and put it here. Like the example of Fajr prayer. Okay, and just to cut to the side issue, Fajr prayer is a long prayer. You know why it's a long prayer? Because people want to hear the Quran in the morning time. Like we mentioned at the end of last week's lesson, that the Quran is mashhud. The angels appreciate it, the people appreciate it. You know why? Because people are following the Sunnah. They've gone to sleep at 8 o'clock. They've gone to sleep yani, at 7 o'clock. Yani, you now look in the Shisma uh, al it's December now, right? So the, uh, you know, prayer times don't change, right? They only change in the year, but they don't change from year to year. They're the same time every year, okay? So now, Isha, I was looking at it today, is 7.20 or 7.05 or something like that. Six, six even six. Yani, Isha is about seven-ish, okay? Start time. Start time in, in, in Mecca, Mecca. Yeah, Mecca, Mecca, okay? 
So seven-ish, right? There's no lights afterwards. There's no life afterwards. There's no restaurants afterwards. There's no TV afterwards. People pray, and they go to sleep. That's it, okay? So you're looking at people who are either delaying it on an individual basis or on a congregational basis. The, 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 the prayer is brought early. People pray and they go to sleep. The Prophet ﷺ even stated hadith that people should not be any chatting after Isha. People are asleep at 8, 9 o'clock. They wake up, Yani, Fajr at this moment right now in, Mac in Medina right now is 5.35 odd. Okay, 5.35 odd. Person, Yani, wants to get a solid yani, six hours sleep. The sunnah of the, of the Prophet ﷺ and the Muslims when it comes to tahajjud, the last third of the night. Okay, the last third of the night is best. Yani, and actually when he praised uh, people, he praised Dawood and that is to pray in the last sixth of the night. So if you divide the night up, Let's say Maghrib is what? Five, say 5.30 odd. Yeah, a quarter to six, something like that, Maghrib. And Fajr time is roughly that, 12 hours. Add another six. So uh, 12 hours night. A third of it is going to be the last four hours of the night. Yeah, and at the sixth of it is going to be the last two hours of the night. So if a person goes to sleep at eight, at 5.30 odd Fajr start, People are waking up half past three, half past four, praying yani tahajjud, praying a couple of hundred verses as we have from a hadith, which is no more than an hour, hour and a half. Then people go, people are very awake, very fresh, had their full rest, really looking forward to the light again. No artificial lights. People are very happy to recite. Children, women moving around, women are attending the masjid, women are not having to worry so much about childcare. The idea of today, you know, women having to stay at home looking at the kids, different reality today to when it was then. Children going back and forth, not a problem. But the kids, they're not so noisy in the masjid. You don't hear of noisy masjid because if they want to play, they don't need to, they're not so amazed by big spaces because they live in big spaces and open spaces. They're living in deserts and open areas. Not like any kids today. When the kids come to a masjid, it really is eyes wide open. They've not seen any the reality of large carpets, large rooms, large halls, you know, lots of people. So one of the biggest mistakes is when people, they try to appropriate a different culture and society into modern day reality and then give harsh rulings on the matter. And we've got to be the same as well. Like, you know, I shouldn't be saying it's haram to bring kids because the hadith indicate the presence of kids. And the Prophet ﷺ embraced the kids, Hassan Hussein, in the masjid as well. But don't come around and say, it's the sunnah to bring children to the masjid. Or, yani, this, is a, this is a really backwards masjid because it bans kids or so on. Yani, we want to hear that kind of statement to be said, this is a masjid that does not welcome women in Fajr time. This is yani, a masjid that doesn't yani, encourage children to be brought yani, when, when they can stand in a soft at 6, at 7, at 8. That's what should be condemned. Not yani, the other stuff which has no basis. Anyway, this hadith, okay, of the Prophet ﷺ, where he was, I don't, I, don't know, I don't even know actually what he was reciting, but he recited, as soon as he heard the kid crying. So he hears the kid crying and he reverts straight back. So what do we learn? We learn that the asal is that people want to hear the Quran. And by the way, that's the same with me. I know that when it comes to like myself versus Sheikh Kehlan, Sheikh Kehlan gets extremely irritated in the morning here in this masjid. Sheikh Abdul Ghaffar, Miskeen, under pressure all the time. Sheikh Ghalan saying, Yani should recite short, recite, recite short. And whereas we're saying, we've come all this way, you better recite long, you better recite long. We come, Yani, in the morning, specifically for having him leading, Yani, so that we can get, Yani, some raha, enjoy the, the moment, etc., etc. So people like to hear Quran more at Fajr time. It's blessed already, we know. People should have, Yani, had such a large, Yani, sleep, rest and gap if they'd done the follow the sunnah and gone to sleep early. But, 
it, and that, that's why you have the longer surahs. However, the evidence indicates that if there's a need, then you can recite short surahs. But only if there's a need. The asal is longer. You know, so that, that's another lesson. If you are at home reciting in Atena Kalkosar and Qulullah Ahad for your Fajr prayer, you need to reflect upon what kind of prayer yours is. Because it's not a sunnah prayer. It's not even close to sunnah prayer. You're praying the emergency prayer every day. You're praying yani, the, the exception prayer every day. So if you've made the exception your norm, this is exactly how society destroys itself. Yeah, When it starts, they're making the exception the norm. So be aware of that. What did we say then about Maghrib? We said that Maghrib is uh, shorter uh, surahs. And we've got so much evidence for that. But also, I saw hadith, Prophet ﷺ once in Surah al What are the authentic hadith that you guys know about Maghrib? What kind of surahs? Zalzala, correct. Araf, excellent. Surah Araf, can you imagine that? Surah Araf, yani in Maghrib? Araf in Maghrib, you have a heart attack. Right? Mursalat, okay. So the Mursalat, yani often. What Tini was Zaytuni is the most common, most common narrated for Salatul Maghrib, like perfect. And, and I want you to know, so again, the asal is short, but the permissibility is long. But what would we, what would we say? We would say that if the Prophet Sallallahu has recited Mursalat or Araf or Atur, of course, Atur, very famous, the hadith of, I spoke about that on the weekend, hadith of Jubair bin Mut'im, when he became Muslim. That was in Salatul Maghrib, and that was Wattur. And he said, yani, when I was reciting here, hearing all these verses, my, my, my heart is about to come out of my mouth. Yani, Iman is yani, jumping out of my heart. I'm dying inside, uh, you know, listening to Wattur. So the Prophet does sometimes recite long. He goes big in Maghrib. But normally, we would argue that if he does that, he does that because he knows that the people are up for it. Yani, the asal is that in these kind of publicly well-attended, uh, shorter prayers, like the Maghrib, like the Isha, then we should be very aware of the people behind us. If there are older people, if there are sick people, it is bid'ah to elongate the, the prayer. It's bid'ah. There's no doubt. Because the Prophet ﷺ made it very clear that we had to shorten the prayer. He said, yani, Make sure someone actually looks and sees to their jama'ah behind them, the weak and the unable. Now today, you can make qiyas and add the people who are working. Working yani now is not like how it used to be working then. That's another point people miss. People yani say, oh, everyone was working then as well. No, the working then, shorter hours, revolving around the salah times, qailula in the middle, yani it's measured. Not a mad corporate industry that's requiring yani nine, yani and you know, breaks, and etc. Very different environment, very different. Yani people are in, pretty much in control of their working hours. Now with a mission. People waking up, then going home late, and blah, 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 blah. So sometimes you cut a bit of slack to these folks yani in a certain few things. And this is not you watering down the deen. This is the proper application of the deen. And so therefore, it should be short for these folks. Not too long, unless you tell them. You should give a shout. If you're going to say, listen, I'm going to follow the sunnah of Araf today, you better tell me so I go out right now. And I pray Maghrib at home. And there's no problem with that. I can't be hanging around, you know, just come out for 15, 15, 20 minutes and you're going to bust the araf for me. That's going to be now for one hour. Having a laugh, aren't you? So you tell me. And also the hadith, the way the Prophet ﷺ actually warned and, and condemned Mu'adh, okay, for leading the uh, people and making it so long. Uh, are you, yani, you know, trialing the people? You're, you're causing fitna, all right? Was in Isha. Was in Isha. So it's clear that the asl is short. And if you're going to do long, let the people know. Warn the people that you're going to go long. Okay? Um, as for this one, this, this, this part that we got to, which is the middle, 
then we've, we've seen that, uh, what do we see? Anyway, so the Prophet uh, uh, ha, the Prophet وسلم, guided Mu'ad or advised Mu'ad ibn Jabal and yaqra fi salat al-Isha a'la. That's the kind of surah you should be reciting in al-Isha. And 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 this hadith in Rajbah Bukhari in the chapter of the Adhan. Okay? Bab man shaka imamahu idha tawwal. Yani the chapter, sub, yani the book of Adhan chapter, those who complained against the imam who made it too long. Okay? That's Bukhari's any chapter title. So, uh, obviously, we now have a basic idea of what Isha should be. We have authentic hadith clearly about uh, Dhuhr. Come and tell me about Dhuhr and Asr. What surahs? I think we mentioned last week. Which surahs are authentically narrated? At-Tariq, Surah At-Tariq, Wassamai Wa-Tariq, and Buruj, Surah Buruj. That's a sunnah as well to recite. That kind of that kind of uh, uh, length, okay? So keep that in mind, everybody, all right? That's the roughly the kind of surah. So what do we know? We're, we can conclude by saying that we have a general asal for these, for these prayers. That's what you stick to. And if there's a need, you can change. You won't need to tell people, of course, if you uh, cut it down. But it's good adab to turn around and say, by the way, I reduced it because, you know, I heard this or I, or I realized that or there's some traffic outside or I heard the rain coming, etc., etc. This is from the fiqh of the imam. And this is why I keep telling people, by the way, who think that the imam is the one who's memorized most Quran. No, no. Let the person who leads you be the most versed in the book of Allah. Okay, the most versed is a very deep word. It means yani, good in qira'ah, most understanding of the qira'ah, faham of the qira'ah, faham of the fiqh. Yani, why are we being led in the prayer by someone who doesn't know what to do if there's a mistake? Or doesn't know what to do if, there's a, you know, if we need to react? Someone comes in, causes a problem. Someone has a heart attack. Someone, yani, you, know, you forget your wudu. And he's going to be looking around yani, for some kind of solution. He's got to be a, a leader. The imam is a leader before he is a muqra. Muqra is a reciter. Uh, the Prophet ﷺ did not say the muqrit leads the people, the imam leads the people, the one that he's in front. And the reason we put a person in front is because we're most proud of that person, strongest person, quickest person, cleverest person, wisest person. So the imam is a combination of qualities, okay? Uh, not necessarily the best reciter or the most reciting or the most beautiful recitation. Of course, these are important characteristics and you might give them a heavier weight when it comes to choosing a final candidate. But he's got to have qualities of leadership. Got to be able to uh, uh, you know, have the confidence of the people and be liked by the people. That's why when a person is praying behind somebody they don't like or they don't trust or people are bitter. You see in all the books of Imam, we, have, we covered this. Anyway, we covered this only a couple of years ago or something. We get rid of that person and we change them to someone else. Um, what was I going to say? What was I going to say? Anyway, uh, Sheikh Uthameen on page 77 asks a couple of questions. He goes, is it possible for a person to recite the surah in two units? Okay, the answer is yes. Uh, yani whatever Sheikh's going to say, if you're not even required to recite the surah in the first place, okay, it's not obligatory, then of course it's permissible for you to recite it yani, uh, twice. Okay, there's no problem about that. Uh, and also, there is a hadith which is narrated. Uh, uh, 72, let me give you the reference to it, on page 72, Lala, where is it on 72, 76, sorry, 76, beg your pardon, that's why, on 76, um, narrated by Abu Dawood, 
narrated by uh, Abu Dawood, hadith number 816 in the in the book of prayer chapter Rajul the subchapter of a man who recites who returns or repeats the surah twice over two units so the prophet sallallahu authentically recited twice over two rak'ah so his action also allows us to do it. However, again, this is where fiqh comes in. The fact that the Prophet ﷺ did it doesn't mean you do it, it means that it's allowed to do. You know what I'm saying? It's one hadith, once off, after a thousand hadith of him reciting, we see it once. Which indicates yani, that the, the whole point of the salah is it reminds you of the Quran, it, yani, it's meant to make you reflect, and not for you to get over and done with. Okay? It's the attitude of someone who wants to get it over and done with, who continuously doesn't recite any surah. I told you only once every so often do you leave the surah to restart your prayer. And sometimes you might repeat the surah maybe because of you're in a rush or something like that. But it can't become the asl. It can't become yani, the normative behavior that I'm going to do this all the time. But if you do it, no problem at all. Um, Sheikh then says, uh, what if someone says, because it is strange, to be honest, because if the prayer is about reflecting upon the Qur'an, then why would a person re recite the surah twice, especially the Prophet uh, So he goes, what if someone says, the Prophet maybe he forgot. He had forgotten that he had recited it in the first uh, surah, first rak'ah, so then he actually recited it again, second time, not realizing that he'd recited it in the first one. Sheikh Uthameen replies. He goes, um... He goes, it's possible for, for someone to forget. That's always possible for someone to forget, even the Prophet Sallallahu But what's not possible is, what do you think? What do you think he's going to say? Correct. Ahsent. What's not possible is yani, forgetfulness in tashri'a, in legislation. So if he forgets something, then afterwards we know that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Taala will ensure that he does not correct it, that he doesn't yani, uh, not, not correct it, yeah? that he must correct it. So he didn't. Therefore, leaving it as it is indicates that it is permissible. Regardless of whether the original reason was forgetfulness or intentional legislation, this is a very important point, by the way. It's a very subtle point as well. A lot of people don't appreciate this second point, that nothing that the Prophet ﷺ lets go is random. Everything there indicates either his personal habit and not to be followed or followed according to your choice, or an action or a statement that's left in its absolute sense, which is to be followed. It is legislation. No evidence for you to say that it's not part of yani, our deen. And that's again another great characteristic of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. We never ever, and it's actually nicked from the manhaj of Ahlul Hadith, from the methodology of the people of Hadith when it comes to fiqh. What is the difference between Ahlul Hadith and Ahlul Fiqh? Ahlul Hadith never ignore a Hadith. Ahlul Fiqh are always yani, going to try and blag around yani, a Hadith that causes a problem. Easiest way. Whereas Ahlul Hadith will go a much more traditional route. First step, is it authentic or not? And you know what? If we can make it weak, then we'll do it. We'll go all the way to make it weak, get it off the table. Yep. If we can get it off the table, we don't have a problem in the first place. So they will go at it with high quality, ilm of Hadith. If we can't get it off the table, they won't panic. Then they'll go to Al-Jama' reconciliation. There's not possible for there to be contradicting Hadith. Either one abrogates the other, or they will narrate at different times, or both of them play and yani, indicate two varying ways of action, or one yani, saw something, another one didn't see something, etc., etc., etc. All of what we call the reasons for Jama' reconciliation, which you guys, obviously, you guys have been aware of for the last X, uh, X amount of years, because that's what leads to all the differences in fiqh. Yeah? Uh, Okay, what about, Sheikh says, let's discuss the issue of tankisa suwar, wal ayat, wal kalamat, wal huruf. Okay. Um, 
Tenkis basically means, okay, when you invert something. So he goes that if you have a word that is made up of three letters, so alif, lam, mim, that you say mim, la, lam, alif. You know, you've got to be any, having clever to recite backwards, yeah? No, that's above my pay grade. Lam, mim, alif. Yeah? Lam, uh, mim, lam, alif. Mim, lam, alif. Yeah, yeah, mim, <laughs> mim, lam, alif. Then this is something which is, of course, not something which is per permissible. Okay, Shaykh Uthameen says, absolutely, no doubt it's impermissible, and the prayer is invalidated if a person did this. Obviously, we're talking about intentionally. A person doesn't know what he's saying, what he's doing. That's something else. But a person intentionally starts doing that to uh, a, a, a word. A word. Okay? And now we're going to keep building it. So, a word, then, uh, then, uh, then uh, a, a, a sentence, and then ayah, etc. We're going to keep going. Um, so, for example... Uh, into doing it in a word by with words, Alhamdu li Rabbil Alameen or Allahu Rahman Rahim. He's played around and put the words in different order. The statement is essentially the same, yeah. But he's turned the, the words inside out. This is uh, if a Sheikh says for هذا أيضاً محرم بلا شك absolutely impermissible, and you are putting the words yani in a way that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala didn't, and the prayer is is. Uh, uh, invalidated. He goes, what about reordering ayat? So now we've made it clear, letters can't be inverted, words can't be inverted in ayah. What about ayah? So this is the third level up. So Sheikh says that is also haram according to the strongest opinion. Opinion, Because the order of ayat is tawqifi. And we've spoken about, spoken about that a lot. Okay? وَمَعْنَى تَوْقِيفِي أَنَّهُ يُتَوَقَّ فِيهِ عَلَى مَوَرْضَ Nice and simple. Yani, tawqif means what? That a person stops whatever the, the sharia has stopped at. Whatever the sharia has legislated, the mind stops. It doesn't start about what about this, what about that, what about... No, it's tawqifi. Allah has sent it down in this particular manner. Yeah? As opposed to the opposite tawqifi where the asl is ibah has, for example, food. Allah did not say, must eat yani, this food only. Allah has said, eat all the foods that you want, whatever you want, whenever you want, except a few of these things, may a carrion, yani, uh, pork, etc, etc. So that's a very relaxed yani, side to the majority of life. As for ibadat, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made tawqifi. You will pray, and you will pray this time, and no, you don't have any say in it. And it is four rakah, and it is two, and it's three, and no, you can't make it five, and you can't make it six. So it's tawqifi. Waqf. The mind stops. No questioning, no asking. That's bam, that's it. So what does Shaykh Uthameen say? That the ayat, the order of ayat is something which is tawqifi. It has been sent down by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and reviewed by, Jibreel, by the Prophet with Jibreel in a determined, set manner. Okay? This is very good. I've written a number of, I've translated a number of articles on this exact point that Shaykh Uthameen is talking about. If you go back to the original Ilm Source website and you see your three or four articles that are written by Shaykh Ihlan, it's on this particular issue. The presence of verses, I don't know what they, what they call it in English. Yani, you know, this is, um, uh, I don't know what they call it in English, but you know when you have verses in the, of the Quran in the middle of a surah, they have no connection to those around it. What do people call that? I don't know what they call that. Anyway, you get my point though, yeah? Alright? So for example, uh, for example, Sheikh Uthameen gives the example. Let me get this, let me make it a good, good way of saying it. 
So Sheikh, so Sheikh Uthameen, he goes, if you look at what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Okay, if, if what, so 234 of Al-Baqarah, and you take it all the way until 240, yeah? Now, if you look at the order, okay, listen to the translation. As for those, those people who die from you, and they leave behind their wives, that they are going to uh, 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 observe a uh, uh, thingy, edda, um, uh, morning, peri- morning period of four months and ten days. Four months, ten days. Okay? Allah then says, actually, ignore what I just said. Allah also says, because that's cheating, okay? Allah also says, as for those people, يعني, those people who die, azwaja, and they leave behind their wives, يعني, then, the wasiya li azwajihim, غير إخراج. يعني, there is another verse which says that they should be waiting for one year. One year. Clear? Two verses. One says four months and ten days. Other verses, one year. What should the order of these verses be in the Quran? Aqlan. Okay, well, let me make it easier, sorry. What is the rule with a widow now? Four months and ten days. Okay, good. What therefore should the order be? One year and then four months and ten days. However, the ayah, four months and ten days, is verse 234. And the ayah, which is one year, is 240. Six verses later. Anyone who's reading the Quran in a chronological order is going to be confused. You get my point? The last statement on the matter is indicating that it should be one year. However, the shar' ijma' of all scholars is that that is abrogated and 234 is the active abrogator. It is the legislated verse, which is a clear evidence that the ayat that Allah sent are tawqifi. Otherwise, if it wasn't, then the companions would have put that at the end would have swapped that round. The fact that they kept it, preserved it, heard it, and they, they, they left it as it is, indicates that they didn't narrate the Qur'an according to sense, or according to what's going to make it easier upon the people. They recited it according to how Allah wants it gathered. There's a wisdom in that. We don't know the wisdom. Sometimes we try to look at it. This skill, by the way, this area of trying to determine the reason or the skill of trying to understand the reason why Allah puts certain verses in certain order, and yani, some, when it makes sense, logical sense that it would be something else, or why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for example, uh, 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 probably the most safest, uh, the most obvious example is the verses of divorce. The verses of divorce come in the middle of وَحَافِذُ salawat. okay, to, in the, to protect yourself, and protect your prayer, sorry, especially the middle prayer, Salatul uh, Asr. Uh, uh, and then suddenly we're talking about divorce, and then it's back to verses of Quran again. Like I said, go to Ilm Source and look at some of the. There's, I think, the article is literally called the Prayer and Divorce. Something that, that simple, okay? And it'll give you an idea. Uh, Sadaqa, for example, jihad. The example in Fitna. The example in Fitna is what's the example in Fitna that I spent a good time on in Surah Al Imran? Verses of riba in the middle of the verses of. Huh? No. The verses of riba in the middle of the verses on Al Imran. Think. 
what does the verses of riba come in in the middle of where are my people online i know some of the any proper students are going to come through now I'll give you three seconds uh mesa mesa hasn't done fitness uh, that's not that's not fair anyone else no in the ayat of jihad the ayat of jihad in the ayat of uhud ayat of badr yani allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I don't know about that, Mesa. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Whether I, yeah, she comes after, after, definitely. Yeah, it's okay. Knock the whole thing down. So it's okay, no problem. Yeah. They're twenty seconds behind. You mean so they? Whoa! You see that? She's a dad. defended everyone online. Well done, Mesa. Well done, Mahboub. Well done. Actually, Mahboub knows. Mahboub, yeah, is 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 watching from Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so celebrate that. Baji, she got it right. So yeah, uh, uh, and each time there's a there's a there's a wisdom. I mean, we can assume the wisdom. I think I know the wisdom behind the uh, verses of riba in jihad. I said that yani that uh, and that go as I said in uh, in the in the tafsir of Surah Ali Imran that this is to show that it's not about winning. It's about the process. That's my entire argument for the whole surah. Because if it was about winning by any means, then you'd take the loans, you do the cheating, you do the frauds, you'd yani, nick your, your armaments, you'd steal the weapons, etc., etc., etc. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that when you fight, you fight the good fight, even if you lose. Because it's not about the results, that's in the hands of Allah, it's the fight itself. That's the message of Surah Ali Imran and the verses of Jihad. When it comes to the presence of talaq right in the middle of the prayer, what's it doing there? It's indicating that one of the key reasons yani, behind loss of trust in partners and then allowing all the other little things to get in is the presence of the big one, the lack of, of preservation of the prayer. And when people do not respect the prayer and do not yani, pray the prayer regularly, yani, one, two, missed out, this, that, but when it's, a, when it's a, an approach to the prayer where you don't respect it, where the masjid Salah is not respected, where the jama'ah is not preserved, when Qur'an is not respected, when memorization of the Qur'an to recite your prayer for longer, when praying short and praying quick and, you know, all this kind of thing, and the prayer is not respected, then divorce is not far away. Divorce is not far away. So there's always a, a, a wisdom uh, behind it. There's always a, a wisdom uh, behind it. Okay. So we've seen that letters impermissible, words impermissible. Yep, there we go. There we go, yes. Makes it defending herself, why not? Okay, and who else? Uh, what are we talking about now? So the words, to let letters to divide, uh, to, 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 to alternate in, uh, permissible. Words permissible. Uh, sorry, you guys are asleep. I'm asleep and you lot are all asleep. Come on man, wake up. Impermissible, words are impermissible, ayat impermissible. Surahs. Tankees is suar. Now we're getting bigger, isn't it? We started letters, then we went to words, then we went to ayat, the next one is surahs. Permissible. Okay, it's the only one out of all the categories which is permissible. There's no, nothing bigger because the next bigger one is Quran. There's only one Quran, so that's the end of this story. Surah itself, uh, uh, in doing it in inverted order, classic would be to recite Watini wa Zaytun in the first raka'ah of Maghrib and then Wadduha in the second raka'ah. That's not in the order of Quran, agreed? You've gone that way and then you've gone back again. Permissible. It is permissible. Okay? Um, or they said, what is the evidence? And the evidence is the hadith of Hudayf ibn Yaman, radiallahu ta'ala anhu in Sahih Muslim, that the Prophet sallallahu he was recited, he was praying the night prayer and he started Surah Al-Baqarah, then he recited Surah Nisa, then he recited Ali Imran. Okay? Baqarah, Nisa, Ali Imran. Okay? Uh, 
in the same rak'ah according to Imam Bukhari. Okay? وَعَلَى هَذَا وَهَذَا عَلَى غَيْرَ تَرْتِيبِ الْمَعْرُوفِ Okay? Um, and this is obviously not in the right order and the action of the Prophet ﷺ and not a correction afterwards and no evidence that the forgetfulness was, an, it was, was, a, was a meaningful one is indicating legislation. Okay? There are some scholars that said this is makruh to do this act. Okay? To mix between the surahs and change their direction. They said, فَقَالُوا إِنَّ الصَّحَابَ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُمْ وَضَعُوا الْمُصْحَفَ الْإِمَامِ Okay? They... Uh, they basically, uh, that if you look at the companions, they dealt with this issue of the lack of order or misorder. And they all agreed, despite their own personal recitations, and we're coming to this, and their own personal versions, and we're coming to that as well, and they burnt them all, and they agreed on the version of Uthman in a very definitive, intentioned act. And that clear agreement of the companions on the order that should not be changed. That is the argument of those scholars that said that this is makruh. It's not right that people go against their consensus. Because this is like yani, uh, ijma'ah. And they are, and and they are the, our salaf and they are our qudwa. They are our example. And it is also the sunnah of a khalifa al-rashid. Which is Uthman ibn Affan radiallahu anhu. And we have been commanded to follow him. And of course, it will also it will confuse the people. And it will. Uh, and he goes that also the people will start to disrespect yani the Mus'haf. They will say, well, you know what? Let me just do a little bit of kind of fresh behavior. So I'll play this one here and I'll play that one back there. All of this is the argument of those people who said it's makruh. Sheikh Uthameen says, Walakin, yani, uh, 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 he goes, kiraha. he goes that the statement that yani, it is makruh, he goes it's not an extreme statement. It is yani, maybe a middle kind of way. A middle kind of way. I don't think we should go and say it is haram, but it's a middle path yani, to take between saying you should go out and do it all the time. Like for example, I'll tell you about Imam al-Nawawi. Imam al-Nawawi in his tibyan, Okay, if you adab Hamlatil Quran, okay, in his that book, and I told you it's translated, interesting book. Yani a lot of the statements are from his own opinion or the opinion of the Quran. But the reason it's interesting is because you start to get an appreciation of how people view the Quran. Yani even the the, the, the chapter of the title, the title of the chap, the title of the book, sorry, is saying yani uh, clarifying the adab of how the people of Quran should carry themselves, what they should do, which is indicating what the leaders should do in order to set a good example for the masses. So you know when you're saying good examples, you know good examples are never about legal minimums. You know when we talk about examples, it's about people who sacrifice because they're always they're a role model. You know the, the concept is is that you don't get you don't do the minimum because people are watching you. You always do the maximum because you're setting good example. You get my point, right? So therefore, even the book. People have got to accept that in it, yani, is not yani, the ultimate yani, rules or whatever, but it's the top behavior. And in top behavior, the problem with doing this is that sometimes people, sometimes you can disrespect surahs. So, for example, if you keep saying "Watini was zaitun" in the first rakaah, and you, sorry, you keep doing "Wadha" in the first rakaah, and then "Watini" in the second, you do it once, you do it twice, do it three times, four times. It's right for someone to say, "What on earth is wrong with Alam Nashrah like a sadrak?" It's a, Imam Nawawi said, I remember reading this 20 years ago actually, uh, uh, he said, that's a disrespect to yani, that surah. It, it might not be intended, 
But it's almost like and you keep skipping it over, you keep skipping it over, you keep skipping it over. Does that have a long-term effect? And I'll tell you something, it does. It does. That's the reason why they say it. So packs with their cultural approach, you see when they come in and they say you've got to wear a hat, you can't wear a hat, you can't not pray the nafal. We all know you can not pray nafal and we all know you can pray without a hat. But they don't want Biadabi to come in. They don't want yeah, any you know, weakness to enter into the religion. So that's why they put such a slap down on anyone dare thinking that you're going to recite a surah and not recite the next one. And I, if, if, the problem of course is, I think we mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, the balance between that because you got the majority of those packs thinking it's obligatory that the prayer is not valid unless you do that, which is complete nonsense. So how do you teach people to be balanced and say this is a nice system to follow but it's absolutely not a must? Answer of course is education. But as you know the masses don't want to be educated. It's only their students of knowledge that get educated. So it's my job to say to you that it is good adab to maintain a system but it's definitely not a sunnah. It's not something that must be done and in general you should. And I think in general, it's good that you keep the masses upon that practice. And you explain to them that, listen, it's a good thing. It's something completely allowed yeah, and if you, there's a need to or there's an issue. But in general, keep it like that. And I think that's, uh, and that again goes, to the, goes back to the issue of, uh, 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 you know, maintaining kind of, you know, some stability amongst people. Yes, Osman. You said uh, that the, the companions burnt their collections of surahs. Yes. Do we know anything about what their, their ordering was? Yeah, we do a little bit. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bust a few of that now. I'm gonna be bringing a few, a little bit of that, whatever we can. Uh, Lala, keep an eye on the, these articles uh, and these questions that are relevant to the points that I'm making, because uh, I, I, I'm losing the track. Yeah. Which one? Which one? Is it only for consecutive ayat within one surah that one cannot recite later ayat before earlier ayat? For example, would it invalidate the salah to recite 284 to 286 in the first rakah and then 215 in the second rakah? You understand what she's saying? And the answer is that that's allowed because yeah, the, 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 the units are completely separate. Yeah, and each attempt at the surah is completely separate new attempt. There's not a problem with that at all. Okay? Whatever yeah, has just been state, stated, that that's something which is... Uh, uh, not a problem at all. Um, you know, it's nice actually to listen to what Sheikh Uthameen says. He goes, فَيُقَالْ إِنَّ صَحَابَ لَمْ يَجْمَعُ عَلَىٰ هَذَا تَرْتِيبٍ He goes, yani, let's not let the people who are making this big issue okay, about the order get out of control. Okay? He goes, first of all, the companions did not agree upon the order. Okay, the order itself, yani, in terms of the surahs, was not a major thing. Okay, not this order of ayat, but the order of surah in the Quran, which is why they had different versions to Uthman, radiyallahu an. So that's yani, one uh, interesting point. Okay, yani, the, the mushaf of Ibn Mas'ud actually is the most studied and the most famous when it comes to differences to what we know as the mushaf of Uthman the codex, if you like, of Uthman that we mentioned a couple of times. So for example, He goes that, and also he goes to argue against the people who are saying change the order around. 
He goes, it's a possibility that when the Prophet ﷺ recited Baqarah Nisa Ali Imran, at that time the order was Baqarah Nisa Ali Imran. Okay? Because this is not. Absolutely, it's a possibility, and absolutely, versions of that have been collected. And what then happens is that the Prophet ﷺ then does a final order. When the final order comes, we still have uh, we still have disparate physical copies of the Quran all over the place. Remember, the Quran at the death of the Prophet ﷺ has not been physically collected. It's physically present, but not been physically collected. So order is not in one place. That doesn't even happen in the time of Abu Bakr Siddiq. In the time of Abu Bakr Siddiq, still also in pieces. And actually, it was only Abu Bakr Siddiq who took it upon himself, yani, this has got to be done at the Battle of um, Yamama. When they fought Musaylama, Al-Kazab, the false prophet, okay, that was a disaster. It was an absolute disaster. Ikrama was told, don't attack. He attacks all Muslims, yani, slaughtered. Khal and she uh, no, who's the... Who's the other companion? Who's the second companion? Who was also the general? Told Yani not to attack, wait for us to get there. He attacks. Everyone is so mad for it. Everyone is really up for it because he's the worst of all the worst people. And they just can't Yani stop. So they keep going attacking and they keep getting obliterated. And once Abu Bakr al-Siddiq seen the, the losses, and who? But the best of the people. They were in the two early armies. Al Hufaz, the Qurra, Yani, Yani, who? who uh, Qais ibn Thabit, for example. Qais ibn Thabit, who was one of the main writers of the Quraysh. Uh, Zayd ibn al-Khattab. Zayd ibn al-Khattab, the brother of Umar ibn al-Khattab. Yani the major companions of Qurra and Hufad, they start all being killed. And Abu Bakr al-Siddiq starts to panic, saying, yani, uh, 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 all our big boys who have got yani, the Quran memorized, they're getting taken down here, and all we've got is bits and pieces. That's when Umar then takes over, and Uthman finishes the job. And how does he finish the job? He gathers the Mus'haf. Umar was the one who suggested that Abu Bakr. Um, yeah, in but the in the time of Abu Bakr. In the time of Abu Bakr, it was collected, no? Abu Bakr, the process has started. But what do we get? We get one Mus'haf and so many different versions. The Mus'haf is collected, but we have the presence of so much ikhtilaf. Yani, look, nothing is done before Abu Bakr Siddiq. Everyone's chilled, okay? Everyone's relaxed. It's all there. People have memorized their own, and the copies are all there of... Pages, surahs, leather, wood, stone. Abu Bakr al-Siddiq in his lifetime gets it gathered together after the impetus of Yamama. Yeah. That is what happens. Abu bin Khattab then implements that. And at the time of Uthman, it's all over the place. Just like yani, when you see at the time of Uthman, the people not reciting yani, together in Taraweeh, people yani, doing their own thing, very, very comfortable. You guys have seen my opinion in my video on that, that it was not even a sunnah of the major companions to pray Taraweeh. You know, the masses today, you're making me say things now, I'm uh, getting me angry now. <laughs> don't, don't get me started. People are so mad about Taraweeh. <laughs> anyway, okay, I'm calm now, I'm calm. I'm not going to eat no sweets because I'm, I'm going to diet from tomorrow, not today. <laughs> Anyway, the point is what? The point is, is that the people um, uh, 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 didn't agree on their, uh, didn't all have ijma'ah on, what's this, I'm just I'm still here. Uh, they did not have ijma'ah upon one mushaf. 
Okay? And they are in different places, different times, different whatever. So from Abu Bakr al-Siddiq, it gets collected, it gets codified, Omar solidifies it, and now we have too many solidified, clear versions. Okay? And that is then the job of Uthman. He gathers it all together, gets all of the people yani, uh, uh, on side, and all of the companions by ijma' then agree upon the Mus'haf of Uthman. Radiallahu ta'ala anhu. So I'm going to come to that. I'm going to come to that in a second. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, okay, okay. So, and then Sheikh Uthameen, he finishes, he goes, أَنَّ تَرْتِبَيْنَ السُّورْ مِنْهُ تَوْقِيفِ وَمِنْهُ إِجْتِهَادِ فَمَا وَرَدَتْ بِهِ السُّنَّةِ كَتَرْتِيبٍ بَيْنَ الْجُمْعَةِ وَالْمُنَافِقِينَ وَبَيْنَ السَّبِّحِ وَالْغَاشِيَةِ فَهُوَ عَلَى سَبِيلِ التَّوْقِيفِ فَالنَّبِي عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ قَرَأَ الْجُمْعَةَ قَبْلَ الْمُنَافِقِينَ وَقَرَأَ السَّبِّحَ قَبْلَ الْغَاشِيَةِ فَهَذَا عَلَى سَبِيلِ تَرْتِيبِ التَّوْقِيفِ وَلَمْ تَرِدْ بِهِ السُّنَّةُ فَهُوَ وَمَا لَمْ تَرِدْ بِهِ السُّنَّةُ فَهُوَ إِجْتِهَادٌ مِنَ الصَّحَابَةِ وَلَغَالِبَ أَنَّ الْإِجْتِهَادَ كَانَ مَعَهُ الْأَكْثَرُ what Sheikh Uthameen says that when it comes to, in his opinion, when it comes to the order of surah, then some of it is very, very clear and is agreed upon, and others was by the consensus, was by the decision of the companions. That's very important. That's answering your question. So basically, when you're looking at individual versions of the companions' musahif, and I want you to remember what I'm talking about. People, yani, shouldn't... By the way, this is knowledge that you don't speak in front of the masses. You only teach students of knowledge because they've got the opportunity to then let their doubts, yani, be answered. They question and they, yani, so don't be spreading this knowledge to the masses, yani, willy-nilly, because it can confuse people. When we're talking about musahif, we're talking about personal musahifs that people would even write in. This is one of the reasons why the Prophet ﷺ prohibited the writing down of hadith and Qur'an in certain narrations which people have understood in this way. That people were writing and it could therefore get mixed and people started to think. For example, uh, again Ibn Mas'ud used to write dua that he would say when he is, or dhikr that he would recite yani during recitation in the margins of the mushaf. For example, so these individual versions, what they have are those yani, parts of the Quran in which there was absolutely no doubt about the order of surah. Remember, there's no, never been a discussion about ayat. The ayat are fixed. But in terms of which surah is where ikhlas comes early and fatiha comes late, whatever. What they did is that they had a group of surahs which there was absolutely no discussion about, like Sabbih Ismi Rabbika Al-A'la and Hal Ataka Hadith Al-Ghashiya, no doubt about its order, Baqarah, etc. And then others in which there was some difference of opinion amongst the companions. These then led to individual copies. Then the Uthman radiallahu an, what does he do? He says, we can't have any copies that have different orders, different whatever. The content is the same, but we can't have differing order ones. So he gathers and makes them all agree upon one central mushaf. And that is now what is being spoken about in the next sentence. I'm just going to just, uh, I don't think we can start that now. No, it's already an hour, uh, uh, an hour. But I want you to know that Uthman, the, the, the Quran, the Prophet said, has been recited in t- uh, 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 according to Sabat Ahruf, seven and this I'm going to speak about next week. I was going to do it today, but um, yeah, good. That's good. Good. You get a chance of being able to listen to the QP lecture. Important. Yeah, I need to understand riwayat, qiraat, ahruf. In my opinion, by the way, forty plus different opinions on what it means when the Prophet ﷺ said that the Quran has been revealed according to seven letters. 
seven ahruf. Ahruf is the plural of harf. What does that even mean? What does that letter mean? Dialect, accent, meanings, words. Yani, uh, what does it mean? Huge difference of opinion. Hardly any of them stronger than the other or whatever. Everyone's personal opinion. My personal opinion, style. Style. Not dialect. Not accent. Not whatever. Style. What do I mean by style? Saying the same thing with different words. That's my opinion. And I've got some evidence for that as well, which I'll present yani, next week, inshallah. Let's answer some of these questions. Yalla, go to the bottom. Actually, stop with Sumaira because yani, she made the most important yani, thinking something about me. Baji is alive or not? She's done. She's done. What a Baji. And then a Qasim. Yara celebration, Yara come. Wait a minute, are we, should, we be, should we be celebrating? No, I want a people's vote. Does that bring it closer or not bring it closer? What? People's vote. No. no difference at all? She's, she won, but she's won, isn't she? So, she said she's going to resign, though, at some point. All right. Now that? There was some variation this time. <laughs> This one, well, we have to be careful about on him. Listen, Singapore. you want to slow down, bro. <laughs> From Singapore. Let Lala put this, he's going to go all over the place like last time. Just pass this to them. And pass the Singapore stuff because obviously, Singapore. I don't know what that means. Singapore, when you say Singapore, all I see is expensive, overpriced. Expensive, overpriced. Come on, Lala, hurry up, man. What? Lala? That's the problem with these kids. They don't understand yet. Exactly, I've got to check if it's halal haram. I've got to taste it and everything. Okay, almond you can definitely keep. Right. Original, I like the idea of original. Right, what's the questions? So she's survived, yeah? Mm. I'm not sure, Yanni, is that good or bad? I thought that the pressure for people's vote was coming, Yara. Yeah, oh, sugar. <laughs> I've got to say, that's the stupidest design I've ever seen in a chocolate box, ever. Ever, 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 okay? I did the same thing, he did the same thing, got chocolate all over me now, and the stupid design. Just stupid design. Just completely stupid design. I'm not happy with that at all, but it is what it is, okay? What a stupid design. You have that on the top. They put it on the bomb. They put it on the bomb. Right, come on, Lala. There we go. Graham was interviewed on Radio 5. Who's Graham? Oh, who's Graham? Who? Brady. Oh, Brady. 1977. Can I just say, by the way, because everyone's yeah, thinking that I'm talking nonsense, yeah? Imagine you open up a box. Okay? All right? You open up a box. And you see a tray. And you pull it out a little bit. And you see this. Now, where does this normally sit? On top of the chocolates. Okay? Have a look, the flipping chocolates are underneath it. <laughs> All right? That's disgraceful. That is flipping disgraceful. That is... Oh, no. Now, look what happened. This is the one box of... Ah, right. This is the proper one. The one us two opened was the other way around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. So, it's not, it's not a design. All right. So can't see, what did he say? Very neutral. 
He's being very neutral because he realizes he's the most powerful man on the planet at this moment in time, yeah? And he's just milking it. That's why he's playing neutral. Right. Forget that. Come down, Laka. No, at the bottom, bro. At the bottom. Nothing there, yeah? Okay. Come on then. In the scenario of shortening the appropriate surah due to a need, would it be equally rewarding to recite the appropriate surah but only recite a portion of it? Reciting 10 verses of Araf instead of full surah. Yeah, that's completely fine. Or must it be recited in its totality? No, we spoke about that yesterday, that it is permissible to recite, especially from the beginning of a surah. And some people said not from the middle or the end because there's not narrated, but we know it has been narrated, so it's okay. That was last week's lesson. If the imam leading the prayer, what's a parrot and... Don't be using any long words with me. I don't even know what that means. Parent, I can't even say. <laughs> no, no. What did you just say? Did you just try to say it? All oh, right. I was going to say you just tried to speak English. <laughs> BME, you said BME. That's what I'm saying. No, no. If the Imam leading the prayer makes the mistake of rearranging the words, is everyone else's prayer invalid too, or just his? His prayer is also valid if he doesn't realize. If he realizes and he does that intentionally, then in the surah, I don't think that the prayer is invalidated. Why? Because it's not part from the obligatory parts. If he does it on purpose, prayer is invalidated. No doubt about it. Because then something haram. Understand? Yeah? Mixing ayat up. Is it permitted, to, for example, to start reading Surah Baqarah? I love that spelling, Baqarah. Bakra. Kasme. Yeah. <laughs> I love that so much. Kasme Surat Bakra. That's the greatest spelling ever. Read 10 ayat, then start reading Surah Yasi. No, that's not permissible. That's not permissible to do that, okay? To be playing around in that. Yani when I say not permissible, it's from the makru. Yani it's, it's, it's playing around with the, with the thing. In my opinion, Allah knows best. We've done that. Okay, whilst praying in Jama'ah, you pray a surah. I love that as well. Pray a, pr- pray a surah. That is proper guji. Exactly. Full out. That's our Sabana. She's guji, isn't she? Yeah, she's guji, isn't it? Yeah. You know what? You love that. Gujis are taught from, yani, from ch- childhood. You pray Quran, not recite it. Pray a surah. I love that. Right. You pray a surah in the first rak'ah, but do not complete the surah. And the imam, Lala, what are you doing? Lala, what are you doing? Yara, just calm down. <laughs> Whilst praying in jama'ah, you pray a surah in the first rak'ah, but do not complete the surah, and the imam makes ruku'a. In the second rak'ah, if you forgot where you had stopped the surah, is it better to start from the beginning of the surah and repeat the surah again, or to start a new surah completely? You are completely allowed to do as you wish. All of that is permissible, no problem, nothing good, nothing bad, it's all good. If the imam leading the prayer makes the mistake of rearranging the words, is everyone else's prayer invalid too or just his? Just his, yani, if he does it intentionally. Is it permitted to, for example, to start reading? We just, we answered these questions. Okay, uh, I'll just, okay, that's fine. When you want to attend the lesson, besides save your tea, oh, go get out of it, right? And uh, anyone else? There's Yasmin. Yasmin, I hope you got home okay. Uh, with that, I hope that you are home okay as well. Yasmin came from Saudi for a class. You know, you do realize, yeah? She came from Saudi Arabia to attend the class. And you Pakis come from Oldham and have a heart attack, yeah? 
Just to clarify, are we saying that the companions had their own musahif with the surahs and different orders to do, to do to, to what we now know as the Uthmani mushaf? Yes, some of them did. Yes, some of them did. Okay? Yes, some of them did. All right. Anyone else? Nothing? Yes. Thank you, Susur. Yani in the same raka'ah or in different yani, uh, uh, units? Permissible. What about in the same raka'ah? In the same raka'ah? In the same raka'ah? You just said no. Yani, I said no. I said it's makru. I said it's playing around. Okay, one should not do it in the same raka'ah. It has not been narrated. However, however, I cannot say it's haram. In fact, I, I, even, I'm, even I get upset that I'm saying makruh. Because makruh is a legal statement and I know that the Prophet ﷺ allowed the person to do it. In the, of, of ikhlas, correct. If a person is reciting Surah Ikhlas, yeah, I need, you know, 50 surahs left, later, then it's an evidence that there is maybe some possibility of it. But we shouldn't make that hadith to be all and the end all. It just shows that it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yani, you're talking about that example. Use our example when we're leading and we ain't got a clue what we're saying and we've lost it. We just all jump into emergency surah ikhlas. That's it. What else are you going to do? When you've, you know, you, you've, you're gone. When, your mind, when you go, you go, isn't it? You don't know where you are. So ikhlas, you're going to go to the only surah that you, your mind could be gone and you still know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ikhlas is emergency recovery surah, isn't it? Yes, next. Yeah. Do the musahif what? The, the, the masahif don't in any physical sense, but do some of the differences between the masahif exist? Yes. Yani recorded, I mean, from a knowledge point of view, not in a used point of view. That's, in fact, the whole point of next week's lesson. Is it, because what does the, 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 the text say? You are only allowed to recite in salah from the mushaf Uthman, i.e., if you read from the other masahif, your prayer is invalidated, meaning it was a done thing and is a done thing. And even today, I can recite now from the Mus'haf of Ibn Mas'ud, because even I've memorized one of the ayat of Ibn Mas'ud. So, not difficult. Yeah. I better know. Welcome back. You in, yeah, in Manchester for the next, what, how long? London, you've realized it's rubbish, isn't it? Yeah. Do we know if the tertib of uh, Sayyidina Uthman's Mus'haf is the same as what Sayyidina Abu Bakr had as well? I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, yeah. The latest, the latest I've read, one of these versions existing is when Salah al-Din took Egypt, and the Fatimid gains one of these versions and restoring it to Baghdad. How do you? Then, no, but, I mean, nobody knows if this is true, but this is the latest. That's what that, that's what you had. That's what you read in terms of history. Yeah. The problem I have with that, um, and the reason that that is not part of our, we should just negate that, is because the Shia. They celebrate the existence of different uh, Musahif. So, the, yeah, so, the, so their, their differences with the Mus'haf, that's present right now. They have versions of the Mus'haf that mention Ali radiallahu an, that changed Surah Najaf or whatever it's called, and some other bakwas in there. Yani, you know, this, this, this is nonsense. So that's a different kettle of fish. We were talking about differences in orthodoxy among Sunni theology. Differences with their Mus'haf is like you saying to me, we have one by the Qadianis. That's giving credence to the Qadianis. I have one uh, a Qadiani Mus'haf at home. Okay? They've got their own versions, yani their own translations and their own, you know. That's not a continuity. So oh, not continuity. Oh, you mean, that, you mean they said they had a Senate? They can't, because they didn't exist in 150 years ago. Correct. Whereas the Shia will claim. Uh, and I, and I 
actually, I've not heard of anything since then. But the Shia don't claim it through the companions, you see? They claim it through uh, divine revelation. Exactly that. Which, where is which means, that means, which means, it's like, like nothing to do with our discussion whatsoever. It's for the past few hundred years, the past seven, eight hundred years, nobody's ever claimed. Something more than that. Any, that's, the late, that's the most you read. Right. Interesting. Good point. Yeah. yeah. No other physical value. Yeah. Alala. Responsible for compiling. Yes. Yeah. Although he was not writing it. Yeah. According to he was the one who was in charge of the committee. Correct. Correct. He was in charge of the committee, but he didn't have the authority. Yeah, he didn't have. In the second term. Yes. In the first one he was. Yeah, yeah. Correct. So it was the same order when Abu Bakr time and Usman time. So it, it, it's, it's, not, it's, not say, it, it's not about whether, the issue is not whether there's a difference between the order. Uh, sorry, the, different, the issue is not whether there's a difference between Abu Bakr and uh, Uthman's version. There's no problem with that. The reason why is because the companions all agreed on Uthman's anyway. There was no fitna on this issue. And that's actually very important because there was plenty of fitna between companions. You get what I'm saying? Yes. A plenty of things misunderstood. People fought, people died, people killed each other. No one ever killed, fought, or differed over the Quran. Was there not one companion who refused? Actually, a number of them were not happy with, their, with, with, with you know, the final version. But they recognized what Uthman was doing. Like I said, you'll see that the Mus'haf of Abdullah ibn Mas'ud is actually quote-unquote, significantly, yani in terms of comparative terms, different. And we'll come to that. We'll come to that. But Alex, this is as difficult a subject in the Sharia. I, I, as difficult and as complicated as it gets. Why it's because even if, even if, let's say, for the first couple hundred years, yep. there was some resistance, the Ummah still came to that consensus. No, no. That's why I brought up that point. No, no, no. Not difficult, not difficult in terms of what we should believe now. I'm talking about difficult to try to understand what the Prophet was saying then. Why do you think there are 40 plus opinions amongst the scholars of what it means to have the Quran re revealed on seven letters? Why is it that the scholars think, some of them, I don't, that the seven letters of the Quran, of the hadith of the Prophet is the same as the seven qiraat of Asim, Nafi'. Exactly. But... The, they will return and say, absolutely there are. The other three are shahs, no doubt about it. Mutawatir qira'at are only seven. They will say the riwayat yani, are plus much more. The turuq yani, after that. The wujuh, which comes after that. And when you enter this chapter, it's a massive one. So that's why it's the most difficult. Not because of today. Today is a piece of cake. You got one mushaf. Uthman did the job. Not, not a problem at all. So much so that his final mushaf had still no dots. No letters, nothing, and we still have no problem. No problem. I did all of that with a sweet in my mouth. You tell me if you can do that, Allah. Any other questions? Are you guys killing me on purpose or what? Nabil, you come back one lesson first time in 26 years, and you will not let us stop. And I swear if I miss United Highlights, yeah? If I miss United... And it better not be rubbish, Shira. Don't say Jack. No one else say Jack. Yeah. So how do you understand the nature of the Jumeirah of the companions? Oh man. No, no, you're going next level. All Ijma'ah, all companions, all next week. This is the next week's lesson. And we're now going on 
You know, the, think about the Bengalis miskin yani in London. Just think about them, okay? They, they're all gone. They're gone. They're all gone. They went 20 minutes ago. And that miskin, he's there alone. Alone. No one next to him. He's standing there. All his boys have walked out. All his boys have walked out. And you're talking about Ijma with the companion. Get it off. Subhanakallah. <laughs> Subhanakallah.